the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him and saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, alighting on him. And the voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace and peace to you from God our Father, our risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, who lives and reigns amongst us now and forever. Amen. It just seems like about a month ago we were listening to John the Baptist crying out in the wilderness. And the, the crowds were flocking out to him. We were, we were getting ready for Advent. We were getting ready for, for Jesus to come, to be born. And here we have, like Paul Harvey says, the rest of the story. John is out in the middle of nowhere, and he's screaming his head off, and he's that big, imposing guy wearing camel's hair and eating wild locusts and uh, wild honey. But the people are coming out to him. They're flocking out there. The crowds are just coming. And here in today's story, we have that. They're there. But also we have the story that Jesus is there as well. I want you to just take a little bit of time and see, maybe close your eyes, maybe not, whatever works for you. But just think about what the crowds might have looked out, looked like. In my mind's eyes, I see, I see people that are fleeing. I see people that are, are trying to get away from where they were stuck. And quite honestly, I see a lot of people like today. I see the refugees coming out of Central America those who are fleeing war-torn countries like Syria and, and uh, Ukraine. Those who are fleeing from, from hunger and poverty. Like in some of the countries in Africa. We, we know what it's like and what these crowds are like. They're, they're desperate. They're looking and they're searching for just... Just the possibility of something that is better. They're confused. They're wandering, they're lost, they're sad, they're broken, they're fearful. All of these things. And in that desert out in Judea, we can see that we too share something with these crowds. There are times when we're lost and confused and wandering and broken and sad and fearful. But we share something that is 
just as great as they do. The crowds that were coming out to John way back in that day were not alone. The gospel says that Jesus was right there in the midst of them. In the midst of that brokenness, that fearfulness, that lostness. Jesus is there to be baptized. And it's really not a baptism that, like John was giving to the rest of the people. The people are coming out for a baptism of repentance. But Jesus doesn't need that. But Jesus comes out and is with the crowds because he wants to be with them. And Jesus wants to be with us. So Jesus is baptized, not out of repentance, but in order to fulfill the scriptures and to fill all righteousness. Jesus was right exactly where God needed him to be. In the midst of those who are searching. In the midst of those who didn't know where to go next. The amazing thing to me is this story not only works 2,000 years ago, but it works for today. Jesus is in our midst because we share a baptism with him. We are brought into this family with love and grace. And we are told that we will never, never be let go. Jesus' place so long ago was to be there for those who lose their way and forget where they are. Jesus today is the same. He is there to help us who lose our way and forget where we are. And to welcome us home with open arms. How do we know this? Well, if we take a look at, at just a couple things, if we take a look at what the very word of Jesus means, it means God saves. And even more, as the, the whole Advent season, we learned that Emmanuel means God with us. And that is exactly what Jesus is for us. In his baptism, in our baptism, he is with us. And he fulfills God's promise, the greatest promise that says he will always be with us, even to the end of the age. No matter the struggles or what stage in life we are. We can see this in his very name. But our gospel story even declares it even more. The divine voice, the voice of God, booms out of the clouds. 
and says, This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. I have often thought that these words need to be incorporated into our baptism rituals. To say, this is my daughter. This is my son. My beloved. With whom I am well pleased. The divine of the universe comes to be with us. The divine of the universe comes to be for us. to stand with us the divine calls us through baptism and through his great love to let him enter into our hearts so that we may not no longer be afraid or fearful or sad or broken that we may no longer be weighed down by sin and that we may finally know our place. You are my beloved with whom I am well pleased. You are God's chosen child always and forever. Amen.